From coast to coast to around the world, this is the National Prayer Call brought to you by the Partners of Prayer Everywhere International. Our vision, mission, and passion is to take prayer everywhere. Our visionary and apostle is Bishop Sean Teal. We are proclaiming Psalms 118 and 24. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it in 2024. I'm your moderator, servant, warrior Melvin McKinney of Decatur, Georgia, in these United States of America. We welcome and appreciate our worldwide audience joining us by radio, internet, and the Liberia Broadcasting Systems. Please abide with us after this word, and we will share more information about this world-changing ministry. This morning's Prayer Everywhere International Exhorter is Pastor Byron Murray from Houston, Texas, in the United States of America. Please receive God's anointed vessel. Great morning, man of God. We are ready for the word. It is a great morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. The name of the Lord Jesus is worthy to be praised and how we bless and we praise God for another first Sunday. Uh, in this year, it is March, the first, first Sunday in March already. It is always my high honor to be able to exhort on the pastor's call the first Sunday of every month. We praise God for all of our partners of prayer everywhere from coast to coast and from around the world. And we certainly want to give God praise for our visionary, Bishop Sean Till. We thank you, man of God. We give honor to Lady Stephanie Till and the Till family. And we, we have, we concur, we have been uh, motivated, have been inspired to be a people of prayer. There is a word I want to share with you from the gospel, uh, actually uh, the book of Acts chapter number 16. The book of Acts chapter 16, verse 5 through verse number 10. Listen to the word of the Lord. So the churches were being strengthened in the faith, and they were increasing in number daily. They passed through the Fergian and the Galatian region, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And after they came to Mysia, they were trying to go into Bithynia, and the Spirit of Jesus did not permit them. And passing by Mysia, they came down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing and appealing to him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So reads the word of God. I want to put a tag on this text, spirit-led leadership. Spirit-led leadership. As the date for tomorrow is approaching. I was reminded of a wedding that I performed some 18 years ago on March the 4th. And the couple were declaring before all of the attendees that they chose March the 4th because they decided that they were marching forth into their God-ordained destiny. I thought about that when I prepared for this. 
and I thought about which one of us as leaders believe that now is the time to march forth into greatness, to march forth into the purposes and the plans that the Lord has laid out for you. And I want to say to every leader on the line that if you are poised to march forth into what God has for you, you've got to be spirit-led. And when you begin to ask the question of what could happen over the next 10 months, 10 months, I mean the rest of the year, what could happen? What can the next 10 months look like for you and your church, for your family, for your kingdom impact? Well, well, I, I submit to you today that what the next 10 months can look like would depend on your ability to be led by the Holy Ghost. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not onto your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct your path. You see, the Holy Spirit of God lives on the inside of us. Therefore, being spirit-led makes the difference. It makes the difference in ministry. It makes the difference with decision-making. It makes the difference with direction from God. Yield to the direction of his leading. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but you cannot fight against the unction that he plans in your heart. And you cannot go off on your own way. We got to understand why, what he is doing, where he is leading us. This text, I love it because there are missionary journeys that Paul is involved in. And it's interesting because on this particular missionary journey, Paul sees now that after all of the great success and the strengthening in verse number five of the churches and the gospel is spreading, um, we, we learned some, a few lessons out of this text. And I want you to write the first one down. Here it is. Number one, there is always more to accomplish for God. There is always more to accomplish for God. Great things were happening in this text, but there's always more. And that is a word to every leader, preacher, pastor. Don't you get complacent. It's dangerous. Uh, you, you had a good season, you had a good year, it's time to move from good to great. Life in the faith is not a free way. It, it, it is a free way, but it ain't a parking lot. It, it's got to keep flowing. It's got to keep moving. And I don't know what leader needs to hear this, but you always need a fresh pursuit uh, 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 in the kingdom. Always new vision, always new goals, always. Why? Because God is always doing a new thing, and we got to stay connected to him. We, we got to keep our voices, uh, we, we got to keep our ears open and attentive to his voice so we don't miss out on the new thing that God always wants to do. So number one, there's always more to accomplish for God. Number two, never assume to know God's plans. Never assume to know God's plan. In verse 6, here they are, passing through Fergia and Galatia, but the Holy Ghost wouldn't let them speak the word in Asia. They came to Mysia, into Bithynia. The Spirit of Jesus did not permit them. They had to be perplexed. 
but you cannot assume to know God's plans. I know that they know it is the will of God that people will say that they will not perish, that they will come to repentance. I, I know they know that. But God has specific plans that they know not of. And one of the things that is not mentioned in this short discourse that has been mentioned previously over and over is a word called prayer. <laughs> Maybe what kept them on track in the future, in the, in, in the past, was that they continued to pray. And sometimes when we're not praying as we should, we just go with that which seems like it should be, uh, seems like it should be the will of God, but God may have other specific plans. Too often leaders get stuck in routines and even assumptions, assuming that what we are doing is what God wants, assuming that, but then the cloud has actually moved. It is the reason why we got to acknowledge him anew and afresh in all of our ways. And guess what's going to happen? He will direct your path. Oh, glory be to God. Glory to God. He'll direct you. He'll direct you. But don't assume that you already know what God wants. Now, they tried to go in in verse 6 and 7. The Holy Ghost won't let them go in. And I want you to write down number 3. You ready for it? Write it down. Holy Spirit will close doors according to the will of God. Holy Spirit will close doors according to the will of God. You know, you may not know God's plan, but since the Holy Spirit is God, he knows full well the plans of God. And you got to learn how to celebrate even the doors that God closes because God did not let us go into certain places that were out of his will, and we were trying to get in those doors. But because he loves us, he wouldn't let us go in. Maybe it protected us. Maybe it Maybe if we would have, if, if if he would have said yes to that, we would have had to say no to something that he wanted us to do. Maybe God wanted to give somebody else purpose. God, my brother, my sister, has specific plans for your ministry, and he will intervene to ensure that we keep everything in alignment with his plan, shouting, giving praise, even over the doors that he closed. Oh, my God. Now, watch this. Verse 9, a vision appears to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia is standing. He's appealing to him. He says, come over here to Macedonia and help us. And I love what the, the verse says earlier. Said, oh, so we set out uh, to go into Macedonia because we concluded, we perceived, we finally got it that God was calling us to preach the gospel over into Macedonia. Here's number four. Here's my last point. God communicates in multiple ways. God will communicate in multiple ways. Listen, here's why you got to be in prayer, sensitive to the Holy Spirit speaking. We got to spend more time with God. He may speak through his written word. He may speak through Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. He may show us a sign that is overwhelming. Sometimes he'll speak through a sermon. Sometimes he'll speak through a song. Sometimes he'll give us a burden on our hearts. But he desires to communicate with his children. Leaders, stay in tune to his voice. Be ready to shift 
with him as he speaks to you in new ways, because sometimes he speaks in new ways in different seasons. I close with this thought. Spirit-led ministry provokes life transformation. That's my last thought. Spirit-led ministry provokes life transformation. See, in verse number 11, they finally got to uh, a place called Neapolis, and and it was, uh, and then they went to where well, they went to Neapolis, and they went to Philippi, which is a part of Macedonia. And they get there, y'all. And uh, on the Sabbath day, they go to the place where they feel like was where everybody would pray. And they meet this sister by the name of Lydia. She sold this purple dye, and they discovered that she was a worshiper of God. Now, here's what ended up happening: they preached to Lydia. Her heart got open. She got baptized. Her entire house got baptized, but they did. She wanted them to stay. Now, so he walks out the They preach to Lydia. Her heart gets open. She and the house get baptized. Ultimately, the gospel penetrates Macedonia, which is exactly what verse 9 and 10 say. Oh, I'm going somewhere. Now, all this was because of the yielding of the doctrine to the direction of the Holy Ghost. What would happen? I'm talking to preachers today, pastors, leaders, bishops, apostles. What would happen if you yield? If all the preachers yield, if the pastors yield, if the bishops yield, if the apostles yield, how many people would be saved? How many people would be delivered? How many lives would be changed? How, many, how, many, how much transformation would happen if spirit-led leaders yield to the unction of the Holy Ghost? Lean not. Onto your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your way. He will direct your path. That is spirit-led leadership. I pray this word dwells in our hearts richly. I turn it over to the moderator. Amen. Amen. This is the National Prayer Call brought to you by the Partners of Prayer Everywhere International. When we rejoice in that anointed word by exhorter, servant Byron Murray, taking into account the principles, number one, more to accomplish, number two, never assume to know the plans, number three, Holy Spirit will close doors, number four, God communicates in multiple ways. If you were blessed by the word you just heard, please contact us today. Visit www.prayeverywhere.org or go to Prayer Everywhere on Facebook. You may also email us at nationalprayercall at gmail.com and connect with us so we can connect with you. Let us prepare for roll call. And on behalf of the National Prayer Call, we congratulate all partners celebrating birthdays and anniversaries during the month of March. May God bless you with many more. Please hold as we prepare the lines. All partners and participants who have a praise to give to God are encouraged to come online and share. And remember, you can turn every prayer request into a praise report. Also remember, this is our pastor's shout-out and shout-out your church Sundays. I am your moderator, servant Melvin McKinney of Decatur, Georgia, shouting out the House of Hope here in Atlanta, where E. Dewey Smith, Jr. is our pastor. It is roll call. Please share. Praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for the first Sunday in March. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for the word. Thank you, Pastor, for the word. Enjoy that word. 
Senator Jackson, Chattanooga, Tennessee, where the Community Church of God in Christ with Superintendent Anthony Taylor. Looking forward to God. Have a good time today. Holy Ghost, we come in and bless our soul in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you, Servant Jackson, for chiming in this morning. Always a blessing to hear your voice on this first Sunday in March. It's roll call. Please share. Good morning. This is Barbara Johnson from High Point, North Carolina. I truly thank Bishop Teal for his obedience for this prayer line. And I thank Lady Stephanie and the Teal family, all the moderators. And I also thank God for that word this morning. Oh, it was so food for the soul. And I'm asking to pray for my church, Church of God in Christ, Providence a Church of God in Christ in High Point, North Carolina, the pastor, Pastor Marshall Newsom. And to God be all the glory. Amen, amen. Thank you, Servant Johnson, for chiming in and shouting out your church this morning. We bless and appreciate God for you. Next partner, please share. Good Senator, morning again. This is Senator Servant Millie. Good morning. Thank you for yielding. Good morning again. This is Servant Millie Lloyd um, from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, we ask you to pray for our church and our leader, Bishop Peeper Marvin Brown II and First Lady Jacqueline Brown, who are at the helm. Our bishop will be celebrating a 70, 70th birthday this week, and we're just grateful. He's been with us for over 30-some years, and we're just, we just know that God is leading him in spirit-filled leadership or spirit-led leadership. We thank uh, Pastor Murray this morning for we thank Pastor Murray this morning for that wonderful message and um, certainly all of those um, all of those things that he shared with us so that so that there might be more spirit-led leadership even though we're not pastors or prophets or evangelists actually we want to know too what God says so that we can follow those things that he shares with us. I ask the, my prayer call family to continue to pray for me that I will find for sure what it is God is calling me to do. Even at this age, there's more to do for him. We thank you, or I thank you too, for Servant McKinney, who has been faithful in, um, in, in his moderation of our calls. And I just pray for all of the prayer call family the remnant that's here and those that even are slumbering and sleeping at this particular time. There's such a sweet, sweet spirit on this line. So we thank you for all that you do. And we lay these petitions or we just ask uh, God to remember us as we go out to worship today. Everyone have a God-blessed day. Amen. Thank you, Servant Millie Lloyd, our intercessor, and we touch and agree, uh, especially on the longevity of your pastor. I believe Servant Lewis was trying to share. Please share. Thank you. Servant, Sister, Servant Senator Apostle Janice Lewis, Bronx, New York, I thank and praise God always for this prayer line and everyone that is a part of it. I, too, especially praise God for uh, uh, moderator McKinney. It's so good to hear another male voice on the line. Uh, I thank and praise God for uh, his message to us and his messenger, our own Byron, Pastor Byron Murray. I'd like to lift up Pastor Raymond and First Lady Ruthie Dash, my son, 
daughter of the Rock Christian Fellowship of Newark, New Jersey. Their family, the church family, the community, and all that the Lord has assigned to them. And especially today, there's a meeting with my granddaughter and her baby's father as they are planning to get married something that I've been praying for so and I'm thanking and praising God I'm asking my prayer request is that the Lord will be present in that meeting and that his purpose will be glorified I'd also like to lift up my pastor pastor Carlton Brown and first lady Ruthie excuse me first lady Lorna Brown uh, of Bethel Gospel Assembly of Harlem New York and to God be all of the glory uh, to God be the glory. We touch and agree with your prayer request, and thank you for chiming in this morning, Servant Lewis. Uh, we want to pause right now to see if we have any first-time callers on the line. <laughs> any first-time callers on the line this morning? If not, we will move on to the next partner that uh, wants to share. Bless the Lord. Morning. I yield. Praise God. I'll yield. I'll yield. Thank you. Glory, hallelujah, praise God, from whom all blessings flow. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, El Shaddai, Yahweh. <clears throat> what a mighty God we serve. Thank you, Bishop <clears throat> Byron Murray, pardon me, for that powerful, uplifting word. The entire dream team this morning, so good to hear each and every one of your voices touching and agreeing with each and every prayer request that has gone forth. I would like to lift up, continue to lift up the St. Andrews um, AME Church, Pastor Jason Thompson, New Hope Baptist Church, Chicago Heights, Illinois, Bishop Matthew Amos, First Lady Renee Amos, The Hope with Bishop Dash, Until Lady Stephanie, and of course the Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church in Detroit, Michigan, Pastor Nathan Johnson and Sister Johnson, and also every church around the world this morning. And also I'd like to ask uh, for our traveling prayers and grace and mercy. I will be leaving Sacramento early in the morning, so I'm asking for your prayers. Everyone have a blessed Holy Spirit-filled day. Love you all. Thank you. Servant Ina Amos, Sacramento, California. Amen, amen. We touch and agree with your prayer request, Servant Nine Amos, and we thank you for everything that you do for Prayer Everywhere as being our scripture readers on Sunday morning. We greatly appreciate it, and we love you too. Uh, part, next partner that was trying to share. Good morning, Servant Senator Gloria Porter, Baltimore, Maryland. My church family has already been recognized by intercessor Millie Lloyd, and I just wanted to be in the number one more time and thank God for allowing me to see the first Sunday in the third month of the year, already March 2024. And we just pray for all of the congregations and houses of worship represented on the line and for the leaders of those churches. We thank God always for... Uh, our exhorter on the first Sunday of every month. Thank him for his message this morning. And I just want to thank you, Senator Servant McKinley. You were doing a fine job. And as others have said, it's just so good to hear your voice every Sunday morning. So may God continue to bless and keep everyone on the line. 
and we just look forward to beautiful and powerful Sunday morning services today. Everyone be blessed. Amen. Thank you, Servant Porter, for your kind words. I touch and agree with your prayer request. Are there any other servants that would like to share before we move on? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. This is Servant Maxine Rush giving a shout-out from the great state of Maryland on the East Coast. We thank God for all of those who set the atmosphere for that word on that this morning for spiritual leadership. What a word. We thank God for that word by exhorter, uh, servant Byron Mary. We bless God for his exhortation on this morning. We thank God for our worship leaders and Proverbs readers and for our intercessor on this morning. We bless God for each and every one of you. And because he gave us your names, I can really say thank you so much, Ina Amos, and thank you so much, Intercessor Millie Lord. And we just bless God for that word. I just want to pray a couple of my mom, who will be ministering this morning in Washington, D.C., at a church called Mount Gilead Baptist Church. So we want to keep our prayer covered on this morning. God bless you, people of God. Enjoy your day. Amen. We thank you, Servant Maxine Rush, exhorter extraordinaire, and we touch and agree with your prayer request. Are there any more servants that'd like to share? Good morning. This is Servant Bredetta Ellis Collin, Baltimore, Maryland, also a member of the Shallow Baptist Church. Bishop Heber Brown is the pastor. Thanking God for another Sunday, another opportunity to worship. This morning I'm asking for prayer for my nephew, Walter Pope, who is in and out of the hospital with different undiagnosed illnesses. We just know that God is able I'm just asking a prayer family to lift him up in prayer. God bless each of you for a blessed day in the Lord. Amen. We touch and agree with you, Servant Ellis, on your praise report. And we are praying for Walter Pope. We all know that doctor, uh, God is a doctor in all hospitals. Thank you. Are there any other servants that would like to share? As we prepare, can everybody hit star six and mute their line, please? Amen. I would like to, first of all, um, uh, apologize for Wednesday of last week where I accepted an assignment and then in my haste accepted another assignment. And so I really appreciate the moderators that came together uh, on that Wednesday uh, West Coast morning. Glory to God. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to rejoicing with those who rejoice again. Please ensure your line is muted as we prepare to, with, and for one another. Now, um, Pastor Byron Murray, Byron Murray, please come and pray unto Yahweh with the people of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we worship you on this day. This is the day that you have made. We are yet rejoicing. We are glad about it. We thank you that you've given us another opportunity to come as a people of God, to touch and to agree and to pray, God, and to believe that great things are about to happen. Father God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your loving kindness towards your people. Father God, I thank you for waking us and stirring us afresh and again, waking us up to prayer and waking us up to a word from you. And now I pray, Lord, that you would inspire your people, motivate your people to live according to the will of the Father. Holy Spirit, we pray 
darkness, we shall be filled full and overtaken by your presence and your power. We pray, God, that you would destroy every yoke and remove the burden. Oh, God, that can hold our lives back and down toward the, the things of God. Father, we pray now for heavy conviction from the Holy Ghost as we repent and turn from everything that means us no good and everything that could hinder the will of God from coming to pass. Lord, I lift up these leaders on the line, preachers and pastors and bishops and apostles. And, Father, as I pray for them, I pray, God, that they will have fresh vision. I pray that they will walk in power. I pray that they will walk in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, I give you praise. I pray that they will walk boldly before you to do your will, to do your work, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, I pray, God, that you would overtake them with your presence and overtake them with the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray, God, that the ministries will move forward like never before. God, I pray that each ministry will have kingdom impact that blesses you and brings glory to your name. In Jesus' name, I pray for the salvation of many souls, for the reclaiming of many backsliders, for sick being healed, Father, for devils being cast. In Jesus' name, I pray for the evidence of the supernatural to manifest in our ministries today. God, I pray for unity. I pray that everything will line up according to your will, that the people of God and the ministries represented with shall operate on one accord for the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. We give you praise. We pray, God, for spirit-led leadership. Holy Spirit, that you will provide an unction and clarity and confirmation to those who you have placed in positions to lead your people. And God, help us all to lead your people right into the center of the will of God. God, we pray for increase and overflow, but we pray that all loving God will bring you glory. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. You alone get the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. We give him praise, and I'll turn it over to the moderator. Amen, amen. We rejoice in the Lord always. Thank you for joining us and rejoicing in our God, and if you would like to support for everywhere, you may send your tithes, offerings, gifts of love, and reach Liberia vow to the House of Prayer Everywhere, P.O. Box 99735, Emeryville, California, 94662. You may also give securely at itsthehope.org slash give or use cash app, dollar sign, the word house, the number four, the word prayer. We praise the Lord for you and thank God for your support of this ministry and his blessings upon you. Join us every Sunday for our pastor's call. Sunday is the one day of the week that our prayer focus is devoted to our partners in the five-fold ministry. Be prepared to submit prayer requests on behalf of all pastors, po pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, and teachers that are serving in local areas and national and international regions around the world. The Lord has connected and anointed us to intercede on their behalf as we stand united to share the gospel and take prayer everywhere. If you're in the Oakland area, please join the house Bishop Teal for Simple and Supernatural Services on Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time at the Santa Fe Campus, 915 54th Street in Oakland, California. 
For all updates and weekly announcements to House of Prayer Everywhere, please visit House of Prayer Everywhere at Facebook or subscribe to the monthly epistle, the monthly house epistle, by contacting info at isthehope.org. This concludes the observations. Thank you for joining us. We celebrate Jesus as the head of the National Prayer Call. Keep rejoicing. At this time, turn the line over to our wearer bearer, Pastor Byron Murray, for the closing blessing. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord lift the light of his countenance upon you and grant you his peace. And may God bless you when you're happy days or when you are sad, when you rise up early or when you settle late in your labor, in your leisure, in your laughter, and in your tears until that day when we will all stand up at the feet of Jesus for there's no sunrise or sunset. But until then, leaders, you yield to the Holy Ghost and take prayer everywhere. God speak.